What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Anti Up. I'm your host, Howard Bender. With me, of course, Adam Ronas. We are pleased to be here tonight by uh, by way of Fantasy Alarm and the Sawdust Podcast Network. Uh, Adam, it is uh, it is fantasy football draft season uh, in a major, major way. This is it. This is like the final week. Um, hardly feels like it's about to be September. Am I right? I mean, this is like the weirdest thing. We're like watching hoops, uh, watching baseball, and like all of a sudden now here we are doing our final fantasy football drafts for the season. Uh, it's amazing how time has just stopped here in the uh, era of COVID. Yeah, it is very weird. It's just a unique situation. Like you said, we're not used to seeing basketball on as we're getting ready for the NFL season. We still haven't had any NFL preseason games, and we won't. And I think that's, again, I had people asking me today uh, when I was playing softball, oh, so the season's going to start on time? Yeah, it is. So I still think there are a lot of, like, maybe casual, average people out there that just are not aware of what's going on. So I tweeted this out today, uh, retweeted the fantasy alarm guide and all the tools and everything you can get. And I said, get it now, because I feel like a lot of people are behind. I don't I think there's a lot of people who just weren't sure if the season was going to start and now are just crunching and trying to get everything in. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The number of people listen, I, I, I see it in um, <laughs> I see it in draft guide sales. Uh, I see what the numbers are, what they look like, you know, the week before the season starts now versus uh, just, you know, the week before the season starts la- started last year. Um, and you're right. I think a lot of people are behind. I think there's uh, a lot of stuff that's happening right now that people aren't even, uh, you know, up to date with. I had somebody, uh, you know, you know, you know how some somebody piggybacks your your Twitter account. Uh, and, you know, they're trying to, like, kind of establish themselves. So they start answering questions that are being asked of you. Um, and somebody, uh, God, the, the guy asked a question. Oh, he said something about, um, you know, that the guy should pick this player over that player. Said something about Dalvin Cook and then said, is he still holding out? And I was like, is he still holding out? The dude's been in camp since day one. Like, you know, I get it. There was the threat of it. There was the talk of it. But the dude's been in camp in, in week one, uh, since since week one of uh, of camp been open. And I mean, I think that that's really, that's kind of where we're at right now is that yeah, there are people um, who just have not stayed current with all the news that's gone on so far. I'm sure there are people out there who have no idea that Jalen Rager is going to be out for four weeks of the, you know, leading into the season. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things out there that I think people are not aware of. And that's why, you know, you listen to this podcast, you come to fantasyalarm.com, you're going to be ahead of the curve and you're going to scoop up a ton of value. And, you know, I was had someone messaging me tonight doing a draft and uh, I was like, wait a second. It was like the double digit rounds, like round 12 or 13. And Zach Moss was there. I'm like, what, dude, go get him, man. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's a reminder, too, because I think. You know, we 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 think that people who listen to us and read our stuff are very smart, but we have to understand there's a lot of leagues out there where the people aren't sharp, and uh, we assume, oh well, yeah, you got to take this guy here. In some leagues, it's not the case, and that's what makes it difficult sometimes. Which is why you do have to take the individual questions, uh, because we're so used to playing in so many leagues with good competition 
that you know sometimes we lose sight of the fact that there's these average leagues where people are taking defenses in round nine or ten and uh, taking the well-known names. Uh, so that's what we're here for is to make sure you get all those guys that we're getting in rounds eight, nine, and ten. You guys get them in your leagues 11, 12, 13, and 14. Yeah, it's really, it's really kind of funny. You know, so tonight was actually um, I run uh, an all-women's fantasy football league. I recruited from F.A. Nation and uh, Jen Piacenti. Is that the one it. Justin Fensterman is in? <laughs> No, these girls would destroy Justin Fensterman. I'm sure. I, I'm, I know that. I'm telling you, like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, no joke. These women would destroy Fensty in a fantasy football league. Fantasy basketball, Fensty's all over it. Fantasy football, these girls, wow. I mean, you know, and, and I looked at it and I was like, wow, I really, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I'm not in this draft having to go up against, you know, it's a lot of people who, you know, use the fantasy alarm draft guide and the cheat sheet. Um, but you know, like the, the strategizing that was going on beforehand and they're all picking my brain too. Um, shout it out to, uh, to, to Karen Russell, who was like really deeply strategized. She was like, listen, I know I'm not supposed to do this. I know that this is not what you teach, but just tell me if I have, cause she had a, a middle pick. She was like, if I, if I, if I promise you, I go running back <laughs> with my first pick, what do you, what do I have to do if I want to go? Kelsey Mahomes and stack them rounds two and three. She's like, who are, you know, who are my targets? Who am I looking for in rounds four, five, and six? And she's like, I know they're all running backs and wide receivers, but you know, kind of give me your, your breakdown. And you know, and I, I, of course I, I laughed about the whole thing because if I give her all of that, then my wife's going to beat the crap out of me because she's in the league too. Um, but you know, I just, I, I pointed her towards the cheat sheet and I'm like, listen, this is, this will show you who I'm big on, who I'm not big on. I literally, I did a, a, an update on the, on the cheat sheet in the middle of the day today after the Rager news dropped that he was out. I mean, I did an update on Friday for everybody heading into it. And now, I mean, it's, uh, it's constantly moving and yeah, see, that's the thing. You're right. There are a lot of people out there who aren't paying enough attention or just who aren't. Uh, as neck deep into it as we are, and those drafts, man, I'm, I mean, just imagine the value right there. Um, Do you ever see the movie Rounders? Yes, okay. actually, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see it, and then I heard a lot of people talk about it, and I saw it maybe probably during quarantine, I think. So, so you know, when he's narrating and stuff after the judges game, and he's like, "Oh man, to to have an invitation to lay with those lambs." Could you imagine you and me like getting to carve up a draft of people who just aren't paying enough attention right now? I mean, it is, it would be hysterical. It really would. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a dream in a way. I see these people, uh, I was talking to someone tonight, he had a $1,000 buy-in. He had the eighth pick. You know who he started with, man? Oh, my God. Oh. You ready for this? And it's a half-point PPR. <laughs> Alvin Kamara, Devontae Adams. How did that? Oh, because somebody went Pat Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. I don't even know. I didn't. I didn't have access to the draft board. He was just telling me what was going on and asking me for some advice and everything. Uh, but his receivers wound up being uh, the top four were Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, DJ Chark, Terry McLaurin. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. 
Like, yeah, that, see, that's the invite that I want. I'll happily lay down the grand. The problem, though, and I told him, you got to urge the commissioner, you start two running backs, two receiver, and one flex. So I told him, I said, you're winning this league. He said, yeah, the problem is who to start. And when you have all that talent, you're going to make wrong decisions. I like, And you know this. People come and ask us questions in these 10-team leagues where they start two running backs, two receivers, a flex, and they give us these studs. That so they'll say I can start five of these eight, and it's like, well, we have those eight players all ranked on our top twenty-five overall this week. So you know, here you go, start these guys, and you know what's going to happen. The guy that we ranked twenty-third is going to outscore the guy we ranked eighteenth, and hopefully, any rational person doesn't get upset and understands the variance and how things go. But some people are like, oh, I can't believe you told me to start this. Well, you're, you got an all-star team. What do you want me to do? You're in a 10-team <laughs> league where you can only start five of these studs. We gave you, like, breakout players around 7, 8, 9, and 10. You know, that's the tough part. That is definitely the tough part. So so let me ask you, because I think that this will be really good for people um, as they're moving forward this week. There's going to be a lot of drafts this week. Obviously, it's Labor Day weekend uh, coming up. So, you know, over the, the next... 10 days, 10 to 10 to 12 days. I think we're going to see a lot of drafts. So let's talk about some of the, so how about some more of the, uh, the common mistakes that we okay. see people doing in drafts, you know, sort of like a, like a do or do, you know, a do and a don't list here. Be familiar with your league software. I'm sure most people are drafting online more so this year than ever. Uh, I know, I don't think I have any in-person drafts and I think that's going to be the case. You got to get familiar with it. There's a lot of different league platforms. In fact, so I had my home league draft on Saturday and I knew my friend was picking 12 and I knew the picks were not his. So I called him. I said, what's going on? He's like, I'm in the draft room and I can't select anyone. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, there's no way to select. I'm like, all right, look at the player list. Yeah, I see that. And then he was in the wrong spot. He wasn't even in the draft room. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So that's someone who didn't take the time and preparation because I think last year he drafted off his phone and this time he was doing it on a laptop. And, you know, I'm being the good commissioner that I am. I paused it, made his picks, even called him back the next round. And he had some issues that he he didn't really get to make his own picks in, in the draft room until like round seven or eight. And then he called me afterward. Hey, thanks for taking care of me, this and that. But get familiar with the league software, you know, know where the players are ranked. There's going to be some guys in every platform that's buried and find what works for you. But this is what I do. I print out my rankings and as the players go, I cross them off the list. This way, I'm not going to be in a draft and go, oh, man, Zach Moss was there. I would have taken him two rounds ago. I had no idea. Well, that's because you're just going by what you're looking at. And he might be ranked 323rd and you're not even going that low. So you got to do something, whether it's you print out rankings, whatever rankings you like. Howard's, mine, our website, your own, whatever it is, have something or go through the queue and put and, you know, queue guys up. So and find out who's very low. But you have to be very familiar with the league software. Another thing is, please don't be rigid. Too many people do this. In fact, someone came to me today and said, hey, I want to start my running uh, my draft running back, running back, running back receiver. What do you think? I said, no, you have no idea what's you have no idea what's going to be there. You have to be flexible and take value that's given to you. I mean, I've been in drafts this year where I was like, wow, I can't believe this guy fell. 
I didn't think he would be even someone I would consider in round two, but he fell. So I'm going to take him. Now you have to pivot and switch it up. So you have to be very flexible because people are going to make crazy picks. And especially with some of the injury news now, you don't know who's going to fall. I can't believe it, man. Miles Sanders fell to the middle of the second round of my home league draft. I was like, the guy started Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders. Like, according, yeah. according to these reports, he's it's not that serious. Now, again, we're we're not seeing anything and we're relying on beat reporters. But I don't care. I would take Miles Sanders middle second round in a heartbeat. And unfortunately, I had the second pick. So I knew he was going to make it to me. But, yeah, there were there's going to be crazy picks. So you've got to be flexible. You can have a blueprint, an idea. And hey, you can go in saying, hey, I, I want to go running back, running back receiver. But don't. May, don't drill it in your head like I have to do this. There might be a wide receiver that falls to you that you didn't think, like a Devontae Adams. And maybe you had him ranked second in receiver, and they're like, wow, he's here in the middle of the second round. I can't pass him up. So be very flexible. Yeah, be extremely flexible. Right, so so my wife was working off of the uh, the cheat sheet uh, today for, for her draft. And, you know, and when, when I showed her the cheat sheet and broke it down for her, because, you know, she usually just – you know, she relies on me to kind of just give her that, you know, that that quick pep talk and schooling of, you know, do this. And she started with that, you know, well, where do I, you know, how do I look at, you know, this for, you know, if I want a running back or a wide receiver. And I'm like, go through the cheat sheet here. Just cross names off as they're being taken. I said, and if you see somebody, if it's round, you know, if it's round three right now and you still see somebody who's in round two is not crossed off the list and you know that that player's not hurt chances are is that that's the value player that you want to grab uh who's dropping in drafts like miles sanders did i mean it's kind of interesting it's you know it's really funny that's another thing that i think that that we tend to see a lot of right now is there's a lot of panic by just any droplet of news so miles sanders lower body injury uh, you know, so now everybody's like, boom, lower body injury, uh, you know, for him, uh, Jalen Rieger's hurt. Uh, the offensive line is a mess. Um, you know, why am I going to end up with, you know, any of these Eagles and they do, and they let the, they let these players slip, just keep falling down and down like Zach Moss. Uh, he's got like some sort of like a neck stinger or something like that, um, that, that he experienced in camp. And so, you know, people just immediately, you know, I'm like listening to my wife talk about players. She's like looking down her queue and she's like, well, who do you, who do you like in this one? I'm like, well, tell me who's available. And then she'd like rattle off three players names and I'd give her one. She's like, well, he's got a cue next to his name. He's questionable. I'm like, huh, the season's two weeks away. And she's like, well, how badly is he hurt? I'm like, not bad enough that, that you know, that I wouldn't have said, you know, use him. I said, that, that, take advantage of that. And I think that that's something that a lot of people do. Uh, they just completely overreact to any little string of news that comes their way. Yeah. And, you know, I understand you want to be a little cautious in injuries, but I think these teams are just going to sit guys out. Anything, you know, any little thing. Uh, so they want to make sure they're healthy for the start of the season. But I've said this numerous times, and I, it's going to be a wild season. There's going to be a lot of injuries. They, the, this, the routine is is broken. They're not so they're not hitting much. No preseason, and you're already seeing a lot of little things pop up. Soft tissue injuries. You're, I, I'm telling you, this year is going to be nuts. You better be prepared to work that waiver wire. 
uh, because the team that you draft on draft day is going to look complete. And it always does. I mean, I go back and I look at these things and usually, you know, if there's 20 roster spots, uh, there's like eight, eight to nine new players on my roster by the end of the year. So I think this year is going to be even crazy. So be prepared for that. Uh, if you are one that typically doesn't work the waiver wire well, uh, you better get used to it this year because I think you're going to need it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, it's kind of funny. You know, it was, uh, I saw a tweet out from um, uh, Gary Haddow, the guy who won Scott Fishbowl last year. And he said, he's like, for the first time in a long time, I went back and I looked at my roster to see how it's holding up, you know, given all the news. He's like, I'm feeling pretty good about it. So I actually I did the same thing and I looked at my roster and I was like, wow. Well, hot damn, this looks great. <laughs> like, I haven't even injuries. checked, man. I haven't even checked it. <laughs> oh, my God. Go to your team right now. I want to hear it. Oh, I should, man. I'm afraid now, man, because I honestly I have not looked at it since probably the draft finish because, uh, you know, I mean, I'm going to start to probably I, I make a list of when Ravers runs and everything for uh -huh. each league and write it down. It just works better for me that way. And then as we go through the season, I uh, kind of memorize it. So uh, I don't think waivers for this league. I'm going to have to start doing it this week. All right, let's see. Uh, I had a pretty tough league, I thought. Well, yeah, it was pretty good guys in it. All right. I had the fourth pick. Uh, Zeke, Miles Sanders, Mark Andrews, Stafford Burrow, Thielen, Woods, Hilton, Marvin Jones, Hawkinson, Jordan Howard, Marlon Mack. C.D. Lamb, Antonio Gibson, yeah, baby. <laughs> Pittman, Cobb, Trubisky, Gio Bernard, Dawson Knox, Russell Gage, Jamal Williams, Trent Taylor. I like this team, man. I like this team. <laughs> Holy crap, I like this team. All right, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so I heard all the names there. All right, let's let's start off at the top. Let's just because I got to compare. I got to compare and contrast here. Um, so your quarterbacks. Well, what? Where did you pick? Um, I picked second. Okay. My quarterbacks are Stafford and Burrow. I got them as 17 and 18. Oh, I, I mean, thir 13 and 17. I'm not even looking at where I got them. I've got Baker Mayfield and Ben Roethlisberger, um, with, uh, with the Trubisky Foles tandem, uh, in tow as a, as a backup. Okay. So we both have Trubisky. Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of even, I mean, yeah. I, I, I passed on Ben. To take Burrow, I wanted to go with the ceiling. I mean, you could say Ben Safer, but I kind of wanted Burrow as my second quarterback. Yeah, it's oh, kind of. I'm, I'm only comparing. I'm not comparing like who's better. I'm just comparing like our teams and just how how they've survived. You know, for the most part through, uh, you know, through through this camp. So, all right. So you're you're clean on quarterback. I'm clean on quarterback. Running backs. Zeke Sanders, who obviously is a little banged up now. Um, Jordan Howard, Marlon Mack, Antonio Gibson, which is just like that was round fourteen, that's so that's a money big pick. right now. That's yeah, a money pick. Gio Bernard, Jamal Williams. All right, so I've got Saquon, Miles Sanders, uh, Jordan Howard. Oh uh, my God, we got like <laughs> Kareem. Now I've got Kareem Hunt, and then backing them up, I've got Corey Clement and Carlos Hyde. Okay. So, yeah, it sounds like you've got like one, you got one solid back right, you know, behind, you know, trying to think of who you, uh, who it was. Who did you say after Gibson. Howard? 
Mac and Gibson. Mac and Gibson. Yeah, yeah. All right. So then I had yeah. So you've got that Gibson edge. That's that's a nice one. Um, all right, wide receivers. So I've got um, DeAndre Hopkins, Allen Robinson, Marvin Jones. I would say those are my. How you get out? How you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. How you get those guys, man? I how you get Allen Robinson? What? Wait, Allen Robinson, wide receiver number what off the board? Um. All right. Fine. I'll go to the board. Let me see the. Damn, board. man. See, because I would have taken Allen Robinson, but but uh, he was taken in mine. on wide receiver seven. I was like, who's looking at my cheat sheet? <laughs> Brad Ziegler, man. Um, I got Allen Robinson was wide receiver eleven off the board. Ugh. Got him in the got him in the fourth round. Yeah, he went as wide receiver seven in my draft. First pick, no, last pick around four. Okay. Because I decided pick of round, round four. Yeah. All right. So second to last pick of round four for me at wide receiver eleven. Because I went in round three and four tight end quarterback. That's why. I mean, by the time I came on the board, there were already twelve quarterbacks gone. So I was like, all right, I, I should get him here because I know a run's going to happen. And what happened? I took Stafford. Then Brady went, and then the next round, six quarterbacks in a row: Rogers, Cousins, Burrow to me, Locke, Roethlisberger, Tannehill. So I timed it right and read the draft correctly. Yeah, I, you know, it's kind of funny. I did. I, I think I did the same thing. I, you know, Baker Mayfield and, and Big Ben, uh, quarterbacks thirteen and twenty four off the board. Um, I just I, I wanted to grab those. Uh, those well, Ben went twenty four. Yeah, right. Second to last pick of the sixth round. Man, I mean, I know. I, 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 yeah, man. Even in mine, QB nineteen. I, I don't know, man. Oh, Matt Deutsch was in mine. Ben, he got Ben. That is his first quarterback. Uh, um, all right. Who are your tight ends? Uh, Hawkinson and Dawson Knox. Oh, no, no. My bad. Mark Andrews, Hawkinson, Dawson Knox. I was about to say, damn, those are the tight ends. I yeah, I was like, man, your tight ends suck, dude. But, yeah, all right. So you throw Andrews in there. I've got Hurst, Gesicki, um, and, then, uh, and then I threw darts at Jimmy Graham and Drew Sample. You know the reports are Jimmy Graham looks great in camp. Have I you know, heard that? I know. Yeah, like I, I'm my, myself. I'm mine. I'm like, wait, what? So that's not a bad dart, man. That could really work out for you. And I like, yeah, I like those tight. It hurts Gasecki. Yeah, I like that. I, I think, yeah. Uh, oh man, her tight end, Hurst went tight in seven in my league, man. I mean, even back then, I guess he had the buzz. Like there was a period where Hurst was cheap. It was probably June. Yeah, I guess July is when he started going up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, he went tight end seven. Um, so there was once I took Andrew to tight end three. I'm not taking Hurst at seven. I'm gonna wait. So I, I was happy to get Hawkinson though at thirteen. I mean, even him, he had said he wasn't hundred percent, but he's they every day I read something and they said Hawkinson looks great in camp. So yeah, I think the only the only guy who I mean, like we said, Sanders was banged up. The only guy who I I look like I've kind of lost on my team was uh was Tyrell Williams. Um, yeah, and that was, was a late pick, I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah, it was 21 round 21 wide receiver 92 off the board. Oh yeah, that's not a big deal. <laughs> so I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> you you could cut him or hold on to him depending on how your team looks. Uh well, Damian Harris RB 58. Not to me. Just looking down to see like, you know, how Things have changed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, Adrian Peterson, RB73 in my draft. Damian Harris was RB64. Yeah, that 
I mean, it's still might not work out. It's New England, but yeah, you want to take that shot. There's no question about it. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, man. Love it. Absolutely love it. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, we're going to be talking draft strategy, do's and don'ts throughout the week. Going to get you guys all nice and well-prepared uh, for Labor Day weekend. And un- as unbelievable as it sounds, uh, we are <laughs> like 10 days away. From, we are. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, started. 10 days away. Oh, so good. So good. Can't wait. We're all so thirsty. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And you know what else I'm looking forward to? Uh, once the football season starts, I'm looking forward to some in-game prop games. That's right. Our friends over at Monkey Knife Fight. Outstanding DFS site. You guys got to check it out. If you're new to it, uh, listen up and I'll tell you why you need to be on Monkey Knife Fight. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning. Even you, Adam. Even you. Uh, monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else monkeyknifefight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. <laughs> All right, so there you go, monkeyknifefight.com. Again, use that uh, use that promo code ANTIUP. It will match that deposit that up to $50 immediately. Um, all right, Adam, before we uh, before we head on out, always good to uh, talk some hoops. Um, how, so, all right, so, so hoops start back up for you. Um, Celtics-Raptors, that started uh, on Sunday. That's going to be a huge series. Celtics win at 112-94. Uh, Clippers turn around. They win the series against Dallas this, uh, earlier in the afternoon. Uh, it was 111-97. And then here we go. Uh, gear it up for uh, for a Game 7 coming up. Nuggets uh, over the Jazz, 119-107. So we still have uh, some first-round matchups going on here. Uh, and then tomorrow, well, you know, today, I guess, is when you're listening. Uh, here on Monday, you got the startup of the Miami Heat against the Bucks. Uh, and then what game is, is this game seven Houston against Oklahoma? No, nah, game six, game six. Game six. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's start, let's start with the game six. It's the, it's the, the evening game here, but let's start with that one. Cause that's rockets thunder. That's going to be a big deal. Uh, rockets minus five and a half over unders two twenty six. rockets are a, a minus two thirty favorite on the money line. Do they put them away? Yeah, I think they do. Uh, Russell Westbrook came back. He didn't do much. They didn't need him to. 
the Thunder were just absolutely horrific from the field. I mean, 80 points in a playoff game? What is this, 1993? I mean, <laughs> we never see 80 points in a game no more. They were just pathetic from three-point range. They just let Lugans Dort shoot as much as he wanted from three, and he was 0 for 9. I mean, him and Shea Gilgis-Alexander combined to go 5 for 24, uh, missing all of their uh, three-point attempts. So, uh, look, we've seen the Thunder fight back. I did like the Thunder in games three and four, but I think the Rockets are going to put them away. I just don't think th- the Thunder have enough firepower to keep up. Uh, they're going to need a low-scoring game. They're going to need the Rockets to miss a lot of threes, and uh, I just think the Rockets are going to get it done here and close this out. All right, and and cover that point spread. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Again, folks, you'll have to check everything out over at wageralarm.com. Uh, during the day on Monday is uh, always some late minute, last minute news uh, could flip Adam's thoughts here. But right now, Houston minus five and a half to close out the series. Uh, Bucks Heat, Bucks five and a half point favorites. Over unders two twenty three. Uh, they are a solid minus two forty money line favorite uh, in this game. Uh, do we see? Do we see the Bucks make quick work of the Heat here? I know you're a big Jimmy Butler fan. Um, how well do they nah, stack I don't, up? I don't, I don't think they do. I, I think this could be a six-game series. Uh, I think the Heat do have a shot. I, I'm going to take the points here in game one. I think the Heat keep it close. The one concern is they really haven't played for a week. Uh, so how does that hurt or help them? Uh, Jimmy Butler was banged up in the last game with a shoulder. He said he's fine. Uh, but Gore Dragic has played great. They put him into the starting lineup. Uh, Bam Adebayo. Uh, good defensive player. I mean, I, I don't know. I was not impressed with Milwaukee against Orlando. I know they covered a lot of the 13, 14-point spreads, but a lot of times they had to pull away late, and those games were close. And the Magic, just not a good team. You know, they were out without Aaron Gordon. They had a lot of young players. I just didn't think Milwaukee looked great in the bubble. So, yeah, they lost game one and responded with four straight wins, but I still am a little bit concerned about the Bucks. I just haven't been – liking what I see. Chris Middleton has been slow to come around. Eric Bledsoe now dealing with a little bit of a hamstring injury. It sounds like he's going to play. Uh, and the Heat match up well with the Bucks. They've played three times this year. Miami's won two. One game they lost. Butler and Dragic didn't play. One of the games was the second game of the year, so that was a long time ago. Uh, so I'm not putting too much credence on that, but a credence to that. But I, I do think Miami is uh, you know, a team, especially when they can get some shooting from the outside with Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, uh, Butler's toughness and they're a gritty defensive team. So I think they keep game one close. So I'm going to take the points. I love it. Absolutely love it. So should be good to see. Good to watch. Uh, again, that starts off tomorrow. Uh, what is that? 6.40 p.m. Eastern. Uh, yeah, 6.30 p.m. first game, 9 p.m. Eastern the second game. And then unfortunately I'm seeing now game seven, Jazz Nuggets, Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern when we will be drafting. <laughs> right you know what tomorrow's monday's gonna be hysterical um everybody needs to tune in uh to sirius xm on uh on monday because adam and i are going to be doing the fantasy alarm show which finally finally two hours live we're done with this covid uh pre-record one hour and live for another so uh adam's gonna join me tomorrow night uh, or Monday night on uh, on Fantasy Alarm Show. Uh, then as soon as that's over, Adam, I have to jump into a draft also. And then you and I then get to sit down, we get to record. And then, yeah, Tuesday night, we're back at it against each other. 
in the uh, in the GST league. I, I got... Well, we're we're not against each other. We're in different leagues. It's two leagues of twelve, and we are not in the same league. It's two leagues of twelve, and we're not in the same league. Yes. Oh yeah, I'm looking at this right now. I'm looking. What? Oh. Oh, it says that you're right here. I'm looking. No, at the... oh, you know why? Because I need commissioner. I needed commissioner access to do oh, things, so it has to be corner. But I'm not uh, the you're drafting the owner of this team. I got. Yeah. You. So basically, I mean, we're com- we're we're kind of competing later in the year for the overall championship. So I, I will send out an email how that works. You put me in the other division, huh? You afraid of me? I'm scared of you. Yeah, definitely. Kind of what I thought. Yeah. Kind of what I thought, but yeah, I've won dra- this league two of the last three years, and I've been in the final all three years. Why would I be scared of you? Uh, because you clearly did not give yourself a lot of competition to go up against. Really, I'm I got Scott Angle in my league, he's won three years in a row. We had <laughs> we have been in different leagues, we had to be in the same league. I have Chris Vaccaro in my league, an NFFC Hall of Famer. Yeah, well, I guess then, uh, I've got the uh, I've got the soft side here. Uh, no, nah, there's I, th- there's good competition in that league too. You got Jen Piacenti in your league. You have uh, Truck, who plays in a lot of high stake leagues. I don't know if you know him. I know but Truck, absolutely. Yeah, he plays in a ton of of uh, high stakes leagues. Uh, I saw him in Vegas two years ago. He didn't make the trip last year. So, nah, we we usually have good players in this league. It, it's a fun league. Um, I'm I'm excited for it. It's gonna be great. I, I can't wait to draft against Michael Salfino so that we can sit there. And oh yeah. All I have to do is just say that Adam Gase is a crappy coach, and and that'll just tilt Salfino for the entire show, for the entire draft. Yeah, he did well in this league last year. I think he made the playoffs. He was in my league last year. He he did well. So, uh, but yeah, you can definitely get under his skin uh, by saying that Gase sucks and he get, he goes oh, crazy. It's gonna be hysterical. I've already done that to him on Twitter. I can't wait to do him here in the uh, in the draft. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh, he's, he's his teams have never underachieved. Never never never. Oh my lord. He's very friendly with his players. You could tell that. Who, oh, Gase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone loves him. Everybody loves Gase. Every, everybody loves Adam Gase. Of course they do. Of course they do. Um, all right, so then you guys actually listening in, you're going to get a whole mess of stuff. I'll do my Dirty Laundry League uh, draft after the Fantasy Alarm show tomorrow. That's the, uh, see, once, once Adam, once you, you settle down with a nice girl who also plays fantasy football, then I can invite you into the Dirty Laundry League. That is a, um, a, a two-conference uh, they're each 12 teams, just like the GST is, uh, but they're all husbands and wives. Well, that seems a long way off for me uh, as far as the wife part. Uh, and what's funny is I have never dated a woman that plays fantasy football. It's crazy. Maybe, maybe that's why you're single. Maybe you need to find yeah, one who I don't, understands. I don't know. if the, I'm tr- I, I've am i been trying to figure out if it's a good thing or a bad thing. Like, do I want someone immersed in my world all the time? Or is this a good thing to be separate and have your own thing? I'm not sure. My wife is not immersed in my world. She plays. She loves, you know, she loves fantasy football. Um, she's She enjoyed fantasy baseball. But, you know, when... Uh, when her career started taking off and she had less and less time to give to it, but she's always stuck through fantasy football, but I do my thing. She does her thing, but she understands like, that's the beauty of it. It's like, she, is she understands. a sports fan. What's that? Is she a sports fan? She is. She's a diehard giants fan, diehard Yankees fan. Uh, doesn't do the basketball or the hockey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, she uh, she struts around on draft days in either her Jesse Armstead jersey or her Amani Toomer jersey. Oh boy, it's a, it's it's a ways back. Right, exactly, exactly. I tried passing myself off as Mark Bavara when we first met, but <laughs> that didn't work. Yeah, well, <laughs> some people will be like, "No, that's not you." Artie Lang, yes, it would have worked. Oh, but I introduced her to Mark Bavaro. Oh, did that? you? Okay, there you go. That's that's a good one. Right, him and I know uh, him and Phil McConkey. Uh, from back in the day, and I finally I invited her over to the uh, to the place to the bar I was at, and I was like, "You got to come here and meet some friends of mine." Uh, and we were broken up at the time too, which was even the the funnier thing. We stayed friends through the breakup, and then I invited her in. I was like, "Come on, you want to hang out with some friends of mine?" She's like, oh, "I don't really feel it." I'm like, "Trust me, you want to just come hang out for a little bit." And there it was, and she got to like you know just stare at Mark Bavaro for a couple of drunken hours. <laughs> You got to do what you got to do to make things work, right? Right, exactly. I bribed her with it. That's how she ended up marrying me. All right, that's going to do it for us. Again, tune in all week long. Draft recaps, draft strategy, all the NFL news you could possibly want, NBA best bets, and, of course, Monday is the MLB trade deadline. number of names have already been passed around. The big trades are probably going to be coming down on Monday. Adam and I will wrap up all of that. So you don't want to miss a single minute of it. That's going to do it for us here tonight on Anti Up. Uh, thanks to everybody out there for listening. Thanks to Shannon Blunt for the editing that she's going to do. Big thanks to Adam Ronis, as always, for bringing the heat. I'm Howard Bender. This has been Anti Up. We'll catch you next time.